0: You all set? I think so.
1: Are you excited? Very. If I monologue, just stop me.
0: <laughs> if you monologue? What do you mean if you monologue? You when know you me, monologue.
1: I, I can't shut up sometimes. So oh, well, yeah,
0: no. Just shut me up. I remember that from the last two
2: podcasts that we did. <laughs> the, the three and a half hour special ones. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> you guys aren't damn the internet. That's what you said to me last time I was in here.
0: Mm. Is it? It is. Well, hopefully it's been that long that a lot of people haven't heard that episode. Oh, it sounds new. <laughs> um, different voices in the studio today for this episode of The Game On AUS podcast. The great Nick Holland. Hello, Sticks. G'day, mate. And the great Johnny Garbs Garbin. G'day, guys. What an absolute pleasure having you along. Thank you for filling in for Dan. That's okay. And uh, I hear you've even got a joke.
1: I do. It's a small one, All but right. it's a funny one. A Let's have it, Garbs. Let's All have right. it. Okay, so a farmer buys a young cop. As soon as he gets home, it... Uh, it has sex with all the farmers 150 hens the farmer's quite impressed at lunch the cop again screws all the 150 hens again the next day it's having sex with the ducks and Wait, the geese too I have to stop you what dan's told this joke before oh has he <laughs> oh. <laughs> that sucks cuz <'cause> like, <laughs> i love the oh, end i said like, the start of the 150 i was like i
2: feel like i've heard this oh, before on, somewhere
0: <laughs>
1: God damn it. Oh, that's
0: gold. That's a laugh in itself. That's a fail. <laughs> are we from? Are we far off from pirate uh, talk like a pirate day? When is that?
1: Oh, that's not too far.
0: Because Nick, you dropped me a, a joke for talk like a pirate. It's all yours, mate. You but, away. No, no, no. I can't because otherwise I'll waste it for talk like a pirate. I don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> When's talk like a pirate day?
1: Oh, find out just quickly. Oh, Garbs, that's gold. <sighs> I was thinking, what a ripper! Because <laughs> I, I hadn't heard it, I, I, I couldn't remember if Dan had done it, and I laughed me box off when I when I heard it. Right. September nineteen.
0: Oh, Ooh, it's that's still two weeks. Away. That's
2: two mm-hmm. weeks away.
0: You know what? It's funny enough that uh, I had to cut you off halfway through that <laughs> one. So, bugger, it. we're going to leave it that. Attack commences in sixty seconds. Welcome to the Game on Australia podcast, episode ninety
1: five.
0: Is it sure. episode
1: 95? Sure. Let's go with it. Yeah, I think it is, actually, I think is we're episode getting very 90- close to 100.
0: Yeah. If Dan yeah. was here, he'd probably say, Feel it alive or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's off on it holiday is. at the moment. It is. Thank you very much, Garbs. Uh, but yes, as we mentioned, two new voices in the studio today for the podcast while Dan is off. Uh, we're going to be going through Destiny 2. It is now live. We'll give you our thoughts. We've been absolutely hammering it, uh, as well as Battlefield five, the early beta, and Scum, the brand-new battle royale that's... Um, Oh, well, it's a little dirty. Uh, anyway, more on that soon. Henry Cavill playing Geralt in Netflix's The Witcher. We'll tell you our thoughts about that. No eSports in the Olympics. Why? Plus 2K for 2K. Our brand new promotion that went live on the Facebook page today. More in just a moment on the Game on Australia podcast. One, two, one, two, three. Game Game on! Game on! <laughs> It's game
1: time. Excellent.
0: Game on, boy. Game on. Uh. It's game time. Excellent. Solo. Oh, oh. uh, hello. My name is Pete. My name is Nick. My name's Johnny. And uh, for the next hour, we're just going to bang on about games because we bloody love gaming, fellas. And you know what else we bloody love? Bloody Bloody gaming. gaming. Yes, couldn't agree more. Uh, Big thanks to our tech sponsors, PLE Computers, and a few new things to cover off. But before we do, a few things to go through. GameonAUS.com, absolutely banging out the stories uh, at the moment, doing really well. The Facebook page, we've passed 2,000 likes, which will bring me to my next point in just a tickety-boo. Uh, also, find us on all of the socials and all of that other stuff as well. We've also announced that we've just scored a partnership deal with GoToGame. That's right, GoTo.Game. Guys, the whole reason for this partnership deal is to finally get a little bit of bit into of, this uh, of, company. you uh, burner,
2: yeah. nice little burner.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, I don't know where it'll lead just yet, but these Loop-boxes. guys are some of the absolute best in ANZ in connecting brands like ours with the big brands. You know, I'm talking maybe getting over to like packs and stuff like oh. that. So,
1: you know, that's my dream.
0: <laughs> who knows? Uh, keep an eye out for it. But yes, we did mention 2K for 2K. What is 2K for 2K? Uh, our good mates over at 2K sent us a nice little box of goodies, which we cracked open. You can see the video at the Facebook page, so make sure you get along there. Um, but essentially, they're celebrating or helping us celebrate the fact that we've hit 2,000 likes that is, members on our Facebook page. Thank you so much to everyone who has contributed to that, including you. Two legendary (laughs) gentlemen sitting across from me right now. It is absolutely beautiful to see. As of 5.29 p.m., this, the 5th of September, here in Perth as we record this, we're at 2,053 likes and uh, 2,100-odd follows. So here's how it works, all right? You go to the Facebook page. uh, It's an entry system, all right? If you are a member of the page, you get an entry. If you share the page you get two more entries. If you tag a mate you get three more and those mates that like the page will give you four per piece. So you can earn yourself a lot of entries and we will draw this October 5, okay? What's in that box? It's a lot of pretty awesome stuff, mm. but I'm not going to tell you here. No. Go to the Facebook page, have a look at the pinned video, you can find out everything that you need to know yourself. All right, lads. Shall we do this? Let's do this. Yeah, let's, let's, get do this. let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice little uh, post from you in the God Mode group. That's our closed group, yep. Jabs. That mm-hmm. is the great man Henry Cavill, mm. who we now know is the most recent Superman. Yeah, essentially in the in the latest in the latest movies from the DC universe, um, has announced that he will be playing. Gerald. Now I say Gerald. Is it Gerald or Geralt?
1: I pronounce it Geralt. You would pronounce it Geralt. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's it's Geralt because I was having this <laughs> argument the last night. Is it Geralt or is it Geralt? I will go with Geralt because I think that sounds a little bit better. I'm pretty sure that there is a. Uh, okay,
0: for those of you that live in Australia and in particularly in Perth, there is a town north of us. Um, (laughs) Geralton (laughs) (laughs) When you put into Google How do you pronounce Geralt This actually comes up So Hang on a sec Let's have a listen to what this says Geralton Mm, Okay Geralton Geralt Is is it Geralt or Geralt Let's go with Geralt Geralt Yes I really want to say Geralt though But let's go with Geralt Um, Anyway He's going to be playing Geralt In the Netflix's Witcher series What do we think about this?
1: I actually think it's a great thing. Why? Um, well, he's he's one of the the new. Well, he's, he's been in the movies for a while. I mean, I still remember him back when he was playing um, in that movie with.
2: It was very memorable. It, no, clearly. <laughs> um,
1: anyway, forget. It, um, it was, <laughs> <it> was <laughs> he's he a young kid. And he was playing some French son's uh, Frenchman's son and so forth, um, but. He's come a long way and then you know, he's landed Superman, um, which is pretty much one of the most iconic comic book characters. It's big. Yeah.
0: Right? And obviously and this was the this was the Superman that was that essentially relaunched the DC universe Absolutely. for our yep. current gen. Even though it's sort of, you know, all flopped in a way, but yeah.
2: led to the Justice League? Uh,
0: yeah, right. <clears throat> so, you know, I mean he's He's been good. He's been good to watch, and I think yeah. he, I thought he played a really good Superman. It's not his fault that the movies were terrible. Yeah. And oh, if absolutely. you've
1: seen the latest Mission Impossible movie, is really really good. In that. yeah. Book. There's yeah. been a lot of yeah. kudos in him his performance in that, and yeah, I, I mean, I was expecting Mads Mickelson to actually pick it up, um,
2: but Mads, Mads would have made the perfect uh, like Witcher three. Yeah, the older yeah. one.
1: Yeah, but I think if if the if the series what like the rumors I've heard they're going to go back to the like how it all started, and that's why having. Young Henry take on the role is that's a great thing. He's and good. He's got the athleticism to pull off all the sword moves and all that sort of thing. So yeah, I reckon it's going to be a great, great, great idea. For it's
0: going to be interesting to see is I mean we're we're all fairly familiar with um, <clears throat> the recreations of uh, games into TV and film, and let's be honest, it doesn't always go. Very, very well. And what's Super been reported Mario. today, well, Super Mario, I mean, that's a perfect example. It's
2: just like there's more misses than hits.
0: Yeah, yes. that's right. You know, and fans' reactions have been mixed to horny, as reported by Kotaku. <laughs> um, it goes on to say, The Witcher has a devoted fan base, both in author Andrzej Sapkowski, native Poland and abroad. So the series showrunners had a lot on the line with this announcement. Cavill, who's a huge fan of the books and games, confirmed it today with a cute little Instagram post. He's got his Netflix on his telly and he's changed his (laughs) Netflix uh, account to say Gerald, sorry, Gerald (laughs) of Rivia, which is pretty awesome. Um, he's updated his new mailing address and everything. 330 odd thousand likes on that Instagram post. Uh, Showrunner Lauren Hisrich also tweeted to confirm the news and seems really excited to work with Cavill. She went on to say, He was my first meeting. I didn't have writers or scripts yet. Just a green light and a lot of passion. That was four months ago, and I've never got forgotten the passion he brought. He is Geralt. He always has been. I'm so thrilled to welcome Henry Cavill to the hashtag WitcherFamily. Although for some, it's still leaving to little, uh, a little bit to be desired. And there's a few people who actually mention uh, like you guys just mentioned, that they were hoping for Mads Mikkelsen mm. as well. Even Viggo Mortensen would have been yeah, a pretty good another. choice of that. Just it, as long as they have "sin" in their last name somewhere, <laughs> <or> is that? <laughs> well, somebody did a
1: mashup um, of Mads with the hair and the and the sort of look the scar, and it just it looked. It's just there. It's, it's yeah. Geralt, you know. But um, as I said, it depends on when they they set the story.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. So if they're going to be setting the story, as they mentioned, from The beginning, Mm. because for me, I came into The Witcher off the back of The Witcher 3. Yeah, me too. You know, where pretty much, like a lot of people I know, like you guys, you know, they heard everybody talking about The Witcher 3 and how good it was, and obviously the hype off the back of that, so you had to go back and play the first couple as well, and they were pretty good, Mm. but, you know, you can't hold a candle to The Witcher 3. No, that's right. Um, But it is going to be interesting to see exactly where they start this story from, because Mm. if they're going to go back all the way to The Witcher, I don't know whether or not they will... Hold absolutely true to the story. You guys have played The Witcher, right? The first one.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I'd be a while a, back now, though. It's a Long time. I remember it was really it was hard to play because it was a bit buggy. Um, yeah. Chris and I used to talk about it a lot, but I think I did play it through it. But I can't remember the story. But yeah, it's mm. just a kick off from how he develops and all that. So
2: yeah, pretty much. I yes. mean, I'd like that. I've only played the third one, but I've also gone back and you know seen the lore mm. about how the how. It all came about to, to get to where number three was. So I do have a bit of an understanding without having played yeah. those first two as well.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with that. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, more to come from that. I don't think we have a... Do we have a release date on when that's coming out, by the way? Oh, I'd be looking at probably... Let me have a look. I haven't heard just yet. So have a look into that and we'll come back to it. Um, top bit of news the gamers need to hear this week. Number two, no esports in the Olympics. For so long, we've been talking about whether or not there will be actually eSports in the Olympics. We even thought we were getting a lot closer because the Tokyo, uh, the Asian Games, actually were the first ones to have a gold medal Olympic event mm. appear. And th- this was going to be a bit of a trial almost. But no, the, uh, the, I will go through this story here from Game By. The Olympics chief will not allow eSports into the Games because they are too violent Esports in the Olympics. There has long been a call for the Olympics to involve esports in its roster, but it seems today that many people's dreams may never come to fruition. In quotes here, they, from our point of view, are contradictory to the Olympic values and cannot therefore be accepted. We'll come back to that. Mm. The chief of the Olympics committee had this to say about the idea of the addition of esports in the Olympics. This seems a bit odd. They go on to say in this story is there are games already in the Olympics that are violent. Archery and shooting events have long been in the Olympics. These events obviously don't involve shooting another person or player, so aren't quite on the same level as esports in that regard. However, it could be said that shooting and archery events encourage people to go out and buy bow and arrows and guns to start shooting themselves, whereas esports encourages people to go out and buy a game and play that. Which of those do you think is more dangerous? Thomas Bach also had this to say, we cannot have in the Olympic program a game which is promoting violence or discrimination. And they go in to say this in this story. I'm not entirely sure what he means by esports being discriminatory, but I do get where he's coming from with a violent standpoint. This isn't the first time that Bach has dismissed the idea of esports in the Olympics. The same happened this time last year, but the call for esports to be added to the Olympics is still there and only seems to be growing in the sport, uh, in support. Can you imagine all of these games being in the Olympics? Uh, we'll come back to this list of games, actually, because I think that's part of the conversation. Mm. But we'll start with you, Nick. What do you reckon, mate?
2: Look, it's it's a touchy subject when it comes to these sorts of games, especially now that the esports scene is, is really growing and growing and growing. I mean, I read a stat the other day that by the 2020, that it's predicted that esports will generate a global revenue of £1 billion. Mm. So wow. that's a £1,000 for those playing at home. So... The piece of the pie for not only sort of sponsors, but as well as um, the athletes is growing and growing and growing. You know, we've seen the the massive success that the Overwatch League has had recently. And now there's even talk of expansion, potentially even to Melbourne. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also talk there's going to be another two teams representing China, um, as well as potentially Paris as well, coming into that league. And, you know, I think you need something like $35 million just start up to get into those. Things. Yeah, you
0: do. Australian, it Huge is $35 money. million is right? to get yourself just, an Overwatch license. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can understand the the reason why they've set the bar that high. Yeah. Obviously, they want serious people interested. They don't want just anybody coming in. Mm, yeah. um, because the serious ones that are interested are going to be able to generate the sort of teams and support for those teams mm if you've got $35 million to buy a licence, it's going to be a good team that you're
2: going yeah, to put absolutely. in there. And, and they right. want the best competing at the top level. And and I guess the double-edged sword of that sort of conversation is most of these players are contracted to specific teams.
1: That's right. So yeah. when it
2: comes to individualisation, especially at the Olympic level, whether they're representing countries, how does that kind of fit into what their actual contract status is with these major mm. um, owners? Um, whether it's or not a game-style situation, because, I mean... FIFA's always been massive when it comes to eSports. Um, you could probably put Rocket League in there or something like that. But, you know, I don't think you're ever going to get to the levels of saying a Fortnite or an Overwatch at that specific level because they are already incredibly represented in their own mm. professional leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Although know. it would be interesting to see Ninja competing oh. it. Can you imagine oh, being a flag bearer? Yeah. Oh, It'd be
0: Oh my yeah. God Once upon you know, one day down the track I mean that's that's the thing, isn't it? You know, like these little things, could you imagine you imagine the uproar from the traditional well, sporting community yes. if an e yeah. star
2: was the flag bearer for a country? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and here's the thing about the Olympics. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much a sports nut outside of my passion for video game as well. And it wasn't up until 1992 that they actually allowed professional basketballers to play in the Olympics. Mm. So previously it was all um, college-based guys. So yeah, although wow. Michael Jordan had played in the games, it wasn't until 92 in Barcelona that that's when the dream team happened. Mm. So I think the Olympics still has that sort of traditional... Amateur status of of the elite, without having this sort of professional part involved in it as well, and I'm not yep. sure if that's kind of one of the um, roadblocks, if you will, as to as to why they're holding up this this esports part of it as well, because they are very professional. Mm.
1: Yeah. Garbs, what do you reckon? Uh, I yeah, I can understand. I totally understand. I mean, like you know, like there's some of the games. I mean, you look at like Counter Strike and your yeah, Fortnights. I mean, it's shooting guns. It's mm. you know, it is quite violent, and that would upset. Mm. Um, you know, I wouldn't say a majority of people. Like, um, but yeah. I, I... Well, that's just
0: on that note, right? There's a list here, okay, mm-hmm. that they've identified some games, all right? And it's it, we'll jump into that while you've just stumbled upon that mm-hmm. for the time being, right? So I'll throw out these names and you tell me whether or not you could see these being played at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. League of Legends.
2: Yes. Yeah, I could because it's the, it's the highest rating esports yeah. in the world.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, it's a top-down MOBA, okay? Mm-hmm. It's – um sure, there's a bit of stylized violence, but it's not it's like fantasy. you're – it's fantasy, yeah. right? Absolutely, it's fantasy. Right. Um, Dota 2, which, I mean, is is pretty much – Oh, mate. You know.
2: I can hear, hear Adzy already going,
0: yes! Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> I'm the same. I think Dota 2, I mean, you get really good commentators commenting and it's just – it's exciting. You're sitting there and going, oh, wow, what are they mm. going to do next? And that's what I love about Dota yeah. 2. I mean, it, it – it, I played it for a long time before I did a rage quit on it, but it's still very enjoyable to, to yeah. watch, especially with a good commentator. Um, and I would say, yeah, definitely chuck it in there. And
0: essentially it's, you know, it's a more complex League of Legends. So it's, absolutely, you yeah. know, every answer you've got for League of Legends carries across the door. So mm-hmm. then you go, you, you think about these games and FPS style is essentially Overwatch. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, a, and Overwatch for me, um, the reason why I would love to see Overwatch is because I think it is the... I think it's the the one that's doing the production the best oh, absolutely. at the moment. You know, don't get me wrong; the international is absolutely spectacular. Yeah. But in terms of broad appeal and really getting the name for esports out there, you got to admit Overwatch has been the one that has has managed to crack the case in completely. terms of that mainstream love for esports. Yeah. I mean,
2: they completely sold out the Barclays Arena in in uh, yeah. New York for the final mm-hmm. twenty thousand odd people.
0: And you got to think there's a lot of there's a lot of people, I guess, who, <clears throat> I reckon there's a lot more people who play sports that are also gamers than there are yep. gamers who play sports. Yeah, yeah, Right? So, if I was the Olympic Committee, I'd be taking a real serious look at that and That's going, right. this is a this is a huge base of people that we are missing out on, mm. you know?
2: Well, the other thing about it as well, especially in the Olympics, you've only got to have a look at probably, say, the last three. So, what are we up to now? We're up to 2018. So, we're going back yeah. to 2012? 2012. They bought surfing, has been in the Olympics. Mm. Golf has been in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And these have all been sort of trial like, do they belong in the Olympics? Yeah. I think that the IOC or or whoever is the the governing body, when it comes to the selection process, probably needs to look at is it something that we could actually do? Give it a go. If it works, it works great. If it doesn't, hey, it can't be any better than lawn bowls.
1: Yeah. I mean, they they could start like introduce it and have specific games, you know, Mm. that don't breach these code of conducts or whatever they've they've got. Um, and then build from there, you know, well, see how, how it plays out.
0: I mean FIFA and Pro Evolution soccer yeah. oh. Madden yeah, soccer, to a degree.
1: One of the biggest sports in the world, yeah. why wouldn't you?
0: Um, me for me the I reckon the one that they would want to pull out first and the reason being is because it it does enough to not be a direct sport but also does enough to be a sport, and that is Rocket League,
1: mm. yeah.
0: right? So Rocket League, for me, for a broad audience, is easy to get, yep. okay? It's rocket cars playing soccer, yep. essentially, but there's a real element of strategy to it, That's all right? Um, it's enough of a gamer-style game for us gamers and the serious gamers to go, okay, they've they've really actually added a game to Ooh. esports, right? They haven't just gone for a FIFA or a soccer which is an easy one to, to sort of bring in because they go, well, it's just soccer, but it's on the screen. Yeah. You know, although those deserve a place, right? I think Rocket League Rocket League ticks the boxes mm. for both sides quite well. Yeah. So I think it's the one that they should kick off first. I, I couldn't see a Fortnite because of, you know, how, how <laughs> no. often that Fortnite gets absolutely smashed but, in the mainstream but it, media. But it's not oh, necessarily absolutely.
2: that. How do you award first place to Fortnite? Is it is it like you have one battle royal mm. or do you do 10 battle royals and have yeah. a total point system? Because that's, yeah. that's the drama when it comes to those style of games of saying, that's hey, look, right. you've got a 100 people competing here from around the world in different countries. Mm-hmm. Hang on, Nigeria just got knocked out first. No chance of a medal for you. Yeah. You know? So so where do we go down that path of, of that? I, I completely agree with you about the Rocket League thing. Mm. My personal point of view is, is that you need to have a team-based one, but then also... An individual style one at the same time, yep. but run it like you do with world cups, like especially yeah. around the FIFA World Cup. Have your countries of origin, have yep. it set up in pools. Top two go through after four games, etc., etc. Right. Um, so I think that would probably be more of a a realistic style. But I think Rocket League would be the perfect start. Yeah, and the other mm. thing
0: is, you know, unlike Fortnite, where like it's luck of the draw, depending on yeah. where you land on the map in terms of what gun you pick up, or yeah, right. you know, like it's. It, like Rocket League you start off even. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like if you when you when you spawn on the map, the ball's in the center, everybody starts either side of the map in the same place as the other team. Yep. Like it's you know what I mean? It's it is tr- a true indication of skill where everybody's on the same playing field. Yep. Whereas I mean to to pick, you know, Nigeria and the USA if they're sitting on a bus yep. and Nigeria is worse than the USA, but it just happens that Nigeria lands on a shotgun and USA lands on a, on a pistol. (laughs) Yeah. Who's going to take that one out? Like it's, yeah, absolutely.
1: You know? But I mean, it's like with Overwatch and your donors, how they sort of do the knockout of characters and Mm. so forth. I like that. I think Mm. that makes it fair. Picks and bans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It really is. And that, that would be, you know, get everybody sort of on that level. Like they sort of have to really tactically think about, well, okay, we're going up against these guys and they've got to know their opponents and they pick, Class, I mean, players and characters, yeah, I think that'd be still still acceptable.
0: Question without notice, mm. right? Your League of Legends and your Dota 2, considering that the IOC has to, at least in the initial stages, get this across the line for a broad audience, do you think they're too complex?
2: Yes. Mm. Yes, I do. And that's coming from someone who's never played the game, but it wasn't until as you started writing those articles, especially about the international that's recently gone that I've tuned in and watched. I still have no idea what the hell is going on, but I watched that religiously. Mm. Um, so your average Joe Blow who has no idea about the gaming industry would struggle to watch that immensely.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah they would. They would struggle to understand like the concepts of each character, you know, and what yeah. they're supposed to do and, you know, you know, going up the middle or the sides or whatever. Um, yeah, it would be too hard. I mean, I think if they were going to pick games it would have to be those, yeah, like basically Rocket League where mm. you, you understand that, Hey, it's just cars booting a ball around. Mm. Um, they'd go, okay, fair enough. But then you go Dota 2. Shit! What's this guy do? What's that guy do? Oh, what's this girl do? You know, what what other thing? And I think they would lose a lot of that. Um, I wouldn't say common audience but that. Just that the audience has no gaming experience. I don't know
2: about you guys, but when the Olympics is on, I find myself watching a lot of sports that I've never ever considered watching, mm. and I get into it like really into it. Yeah. I, I mean the Winter Olympics. Most recently, I was watching the toboggans or or what the luge or whatever <laughs> they're called, and just on the edge of my seat the entire time. I don't think you would get the same sort of setup when it comes to it comes to say Dota or mm. or League at the Olympics. So, yeah, I think I think it, it, it's that that sport style game that has to be introduced into it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what the Olympics is all about: is that competition with sport.
0: Yeah. yeah. Guys, let's move on to number three. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, look at, yours. Destiny <laughs> is look at you. Why me. you at me? Destiny 2 is, is released, yep. it is here, it is with us, how bloody good. Now, last night, we're all sort of thrown around in the Discord, you know, do we play it, do we wait until, because <laughs> on this side of the country, um, there are people I who listen to this podcast who, you know, you're in the US or the UK, it's, it's light and bright when it's when it's released for you, for us. You know, if you're in the West, it's one o'clock in the morning. If you're in yep. the Eastern States, it's uh, three o'clock in the morning, and then for South Australia, and Northern Territory, somewhere in between. Mm. Yeah. Right. So yeah, like we've 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 got the hard one when it comes to you know staying up to play these. At the same time, you know, once upon a time that would have been awesome, but we have families and jobs now. You know. So, um, but look, it is out. It's been out for a full day. Yep. You guys have both been home today. You lucky? <laughs> yes. It's far out. Uh let's get started. And look, yeah, i yeah, I was gonna say, let's start with start you, with Nick, because <laughs> I mean when it comes to the game on AUS community and this core team of content creators, you are the destiny guy. I might know a bit about My it. Guru. You know a bit about it. <laughs> Mate, um take us through it. What have you played and so, how are
2: you finding it? Um I was gonna be one of the people that stayed up till the early hours to give it a go, but I just I crashed in the end and I couldn't do it. So um started up at about six o'clock this morning. Um Right off the bat, it goes into everything that people have already seen. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of trailer going around about Cade's, you know, demise and, and how things go about it. So that's
0: how it starts. You now, that's the first, into And it. I guess that makes yeah. sense because mm. I mean otherwise otherwise you'd you'd forever be waiting through the cutscenes mm. to get to the scene of him dying,
2: wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah you absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I'll try and keep this as spoiler free as I possibly can too, because I know you haven't played it. Um, but it does go into back to the D1 uh, setting of the Reef with the Prison of Elders. Yeah, right. Okay. And you meet up with Petra, who was uh, the Queen's um, kind of first in charge lieutenant. Yep. And as you go through what appears to be a ginormous riot, it actually turns out that it's more of a jailbreak. And uh, the character gets revealed as being um, Aldrin Sov, who is um, the Queen's brother. hmm And he has decided that he's going to break out all these real nasty guys and cause chaos amongst the universe and it's up to you to save the world. But wow, then...
0: that's interesting because when I, I remember the Prison of Elders from Destiny One, mm-hmm. obviously Aldrin Sov and the Queen, mm-hmm. yep. you know, they helped you in a particular way and they were on the other side of things. They weren't breaking guys out of the Prison of Elders. They I mean, were Aldrin putting them in They're putting of, them in, yeah. You know, yeah.
2: A word that I won't say but, <laughs> but yeah, he continues those <laughs> matters this time. But um yeah, the it goes through there's, there's a lot of uh, cutscenes involved in, in this campaign, which is fantastic. A lot more story, a lot more kind of emotional connection to the characters. Yeah. Um, And then once the whole, I mean, God, you'd have to be living under a rock if you didn't know what was going to happen with Cade's death. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it cuts to the scene that we saw last week with uh, Zavala and Ikora and your guardian that finally speaks after five years of silence. Oh, no kidding, hey. <laughs> like, and, that was fantastic. Um, like,
1: it's, like, I wonder if, yeah. I wonder if
2: like, back in back in the beginning when they
0: launched Destiny, the first Destiny vanilla, yeah, they've gone, look, we're going to wait about five years <laughs> until we get to Destiny 2, and then we're going to let him speak. <laughs> or if this is literally a, no,
2: it's time, guys. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny because they, they had, uh, like, like, Cora and Zavala have this incredible conversation and, and then it kind of just stops and all of a sudden your guardian speaks up and says, no, no, I've, I've got this, don't you worry. Yeah. Mm. And it goes from this kind of, if you, I mean, I've, I'm very invested in this game. It's, it's, it's something that I've played for a long time, made a lot of friends with and become quite invested in, you know, you go from that moment of, I can't believe they've just killed this off to this incredible, like not revenge, but also almost like a, um, retribution of, of wanting to go out and, and find the, the bad yeah. guys. So, and yeah. a, good,
0: a good good, time to, just going back to that, your you, um, Guardian speaking for the first time. Like, good line and a good time. Hey,
2: and the voice characters as well. So, depending on your race and your sex, for argument's sake, the male uh, Guardian, the human, mm. is the guy who voices McCree from Overwatch. No way! Yeah, and if you're... Cool? I think it's you're either the Awoken or the Exo male is the guy who voices... Um, the monkey, I've gone blank on his name, Winston. Winston, Winston. yeah, voice. yeah, yeah. So they've actually got some really good voice characters just for this one line. Unreal! Didn't hear much else from the story, but yeah, they've, they've gone very well with it.
0: Geez, I can't imagine Winston's voice on, yeah, on those it characters. Yeah. It's going to
2: be, yeah, interesting yeah. to hear that.
0: <laughs> yeah, far so, out.
2: So yeah, you, you once you actually start the story missions and go through it, you're, you're taken to um, the Tangled Shore, which is a ginormous map of probably a little bit bigger than the ADZ or, uh, or Nessus. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually yeah. a very good size map. And, you know, graphically what they've done is, is beautiful. It's yeah. very, very uh, well done with that. Um, you find yourself doing a lot more adventures to hunt down the barons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gives you just enough of a teaser at the end of it to want to keep going especially into you know the upcoming weeks when, when the new raid is released as well.
0: I one of the things that um, look, now don't get me wrong. like I, I love this game. I love mm. playing mm. Destiny 2. I love it more because we generally play together. like mm. I, that's you know, but I, for the sake of the game itself, even solo, I, I really enjoy the game. But one change that I would like to see, not necessarily straight away but slowly happen, is in the general casual gameplay, a lot less bullet sponges and a lot more working out how to actually kill the guys a little bit more creatively. Mm. Is that?
2: Has there been any change to that, or are the, are the big bosses still bullet sponges? No, look, I, they've done a lot of sort of changes with with giving swords a, a lot more of a buff. They've introduced the bow and arrow, which plays yes. awesomely.
0: <laughs> yeah, like that gabs what you were saying before. That's um, all you've
1: been playing with today, mate. As soon as I yeah, you get to a point they they give you like you speak to Petra and she gives you this bow and I'm like, oh, cool, you know, because I I love bow and arrow. But yeah, you go out there and you just—I mean, me being a hunter, you know, hunter is life—and just jumping yeah, around like did. an idiot and you know aerial shots, trying to do the most trickiest stuff. It's awesome, and you literally can one-shot things with this bow and arrow. Wow! Just—I mean, some bosses you've got to give them a, a bit of a touch-up, but it's—it's it's not like you know, hundred arrows like you know. And in the Crucible, in them, it just—it yeah. is so much fun. It happens,
2: oh, yeah. Does it? <laughs> yeah, you have to.
0: This might sound like a stupid question, no, no. but obviously I haven't played it yet. Um, but uh, is it just a hunter weapon? No, no, no. Okay, better. so it's across the. Yep. Yeah. Anybody Man. can use
2: it. Plus, there's also two exotic uh, bows out there as well in the world. Ooh. Yeah. Mm.
1: Ooh.
2: Some of them. One of them. One of them gives you the ability to kind of see through corners and see around corners yeah. mm-hmm. through walls. I beg your pardon. Um, and the other one gives you kind of like an, an AOE damage style with with electricity as well. So unreal. Yeah, it's some very cool stuff in
0: there. So story's good. Mm. Um, the campaign version of the story is good. Mm. Uh, Garbs, your thoughts?
1: Um. Yeah, much of I, I mean, I'm. I was blown away. Like just the. When I first logged in this morning after I dropped the kids off, I went, yep, destiny time. And just it engaged me from the moment I started. Mm And outside of what Nick said, like one of the best things is the collection page they've added in, the um, Triumphs. So it's basically like achievements from WoW. uh, But the collection page I think was the biggest thing that I really liked because, I mean, I was saying before to Nick, you know, I spent actually about 40 minutes this morning going into my vault and going, holy moly, I've got like 500 items in here. And I don't really need to keep them. I was keeping them for the sake that I've, I've actually got that weapon. Yeah, but yeah. Basically, uh, I think it was since Warmind, the game did a check of what you've got and what you've achieved, and it's just logged it. So when you go to your collection page, it'll say that you've collected that gun or that armor set or oh, whatever. And then they've so broken handy. it down into like um, raid stuff that you've got or over like, you know, general play style or.
0: Do they drop? If you, if you pull them again right do they drop it they
1: drop it minimum white though don't they yeah yeah they drop it like 270 or something yeah and then you've got to buff them up again but uh... yeah but they
2: also so what they've also done with with the release of um, Forsaken is they've they've reintroduced the random rolls of mm. weapons as well yeah so anything that you had prior to Forsaken will stay as a static roll yes um and anything that so for argument's sake I got another better devils today hand cannon that is already almost god roll material but if I was to go through the collections and pick it up I'd get that static d1 roll uh, yeah. uh, sorry um uh, Pre Forsaken uh, Destiny Two weapon. Gotcha. Yep. Okay.
1: Unreal. So yeah. No. I think I think those changes, especially the shaders. I mean, God. I mean, I... Yeah, what's the deal with the shaders now? Were there changes coming to shaders? So
2: you can now mass delete shaders and by mass oh, delete... Oh,
1: thank God!
2: Yeah, behold yeah. that, because it's only five at a time. But, that being said... It's it still quicker. It, yeah, exactly. It's still quicker exactly. than the one. Because
0: I was, I was oh, one after the... And I had, like... There were some shaders there where I'd have 90-odd of them. Yeah. I had
2: 750 Atlantis wash shaders oh, that I'd never touch. Get stuffed. But
1: uh, the good thing is, I mean, I've got about over, like, oh, nearly 30,000 bright dust now, so... And yeah, yeah. I'm maxed out with glimmer, um, shards, everything's yep. just awesome. I mean, I was up, able to upgrade the bow quite significantly today. and uh, But I, I just think it's a great thing. I mean, it's, especially the achievement thing. I mean, I, I love achievements. I mean, it's one of the things I do in WoW with Colonel Kane. You know, mm-hmm. like we we go out and we go, okay, what haven't we got? Oh, we haven't got that, so let's go and do
2: it. Yeah, it's it's definitely brought yeah. the grind back. Like, it's not one of these ones where this is going to be the, fir- the the year...
0: Yeah, but a meaningful growth. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's, it's Absolutely. You're aiming for something. Like you're aiming to yeah. go, yep, I've ticked that box, I've achieved it. And it's a good satisfaction. Yep. But whereas before you just run around going, oh, yeah, I've shot that, whatever. Yep. And that's why people are getting bored with the game or not getting into it. Um, but yeah, like little things like that, the triumphs, the uh, collections, like it, it's bounties are back bounties. Yeah. I yeah. spent most of the day doing bounties. Um, so basically, uh, you go to, a... I'm
0: glad to hear that bounties are back.
2: Yeah. yeah. But it's not just, not just the planetary ones. You now have the most wanted that have escaped yeah. from the prison as well that you need know, to hunt down and kill. Awesome. Um, also introduces, uh, Gambit. I don't yep. know if you've heard about that yeah, one. Yeah, but... so we'll come back to Gambit,
0: yep. right? Because obviously we had a we you know, there was a free weekend of playing it um, mm. for for everybody to have a bit of a bash and we'll get back to that. Um, <laughs> that's all right, Gabs. Uh, but um, Prison of Elders mm. is that open again now? Now that they've reintroduced it into the game?
2: Not that I've seen, but no. it, there are oh, I, this is and this is where I've got to be very careful with what I say without giving spoilers. But there are, are elements that you will remember from the Prison of Elders that yep. are scattered in the, to the yeah. Tangled Jewel. Because
0: I guess, I guess, like Destiny 2's version of the Prison of Elders is um, escalation, escalation protocol, protocol right? Yeah, yep. But I really enjoy the Prison of Elders setting. Yeah, me too. Um, escalation Protocol's cool, but it, it sits, you know, just in in that in on that world, and that's that's it. Yeah, Mars, Mars? Yeah, um, yeah, Mars, yeah, Mars. Yep. Um, you know, so I the, I really enjoyed the setting of Prisoner of Elders and mm. the different rooms and all that. But anyway, um, I thought it mixed it up just a little bit. Mm. But um, Gambit. Mm. So Gambit is the hybrid PvP versus PvE. Okay. Yep.
1: Now, Gavs, have you played Gambit yet? I haven't. I didn't. I was going to log in today, but yeah, then I realized I had to go pick up the kids. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I've, I've watched a lot of videos. And I, even just from watching, I'm like, I have to play this. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. I didn't get a chance for the free weekend. But, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to it with the boys when we get back on. I know you sure as hell would have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We, we definitely gave it
2: a good bash. Um, so like take us through Gambit. So Gambit is is a mode. It's a 4v4. So you start out uh, with, with the Drifter, this new character that very much resembles a Matthew McConaughey when he starts up by going, all right, all right, all, all right, right, yeah. right. All right, all right. <laughs> um, but the, the aim of the game is to have a PvE-style environment where you're going up against, whether it's Cabal um, taken, um, your your Fallen, uh, or even your hive, and the larger enemies you kill, the more motes you get, mm-hmm. bank motes, get to a 75 in total, spawn the big bad in your area, kill him first, you win. But the more motes you bank, you send blockers over to the other team. Right. So if you get five, you get a small, 10, medium, 15, large. But They say
0: blockers, enemy. Yeah, so uh... you spawn, a,
2: you spawn a, a yellow bar enemy into the other team. Yep. Um, but then it also opens a portal for you to go and attack the other team. At five? At what? Uh,
0: at five moats?
2: I want to say it's at anything more than five or ten. Yeah, gotcha. depending on what level you bank it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then once you go into the opposition's area to to hunt down the guardians, if they have their big bad spawned by the end of it, if you kill them, it regenerates health for the big bad. Oh wow! Yeah, right. So there's, there's a lot of communication. A lot of because you don't spawn in the same place when you go and invade. So you've got to yeah. know areas of, of where where they come from. Is
0: it one at a time, or do you all get just, to jump in? Just the
2: in? one. Just the one. But you can go in with your own super if you've got it. If you want to use it on yep. on the other Guardians, you can. If you want to use it on the big bad, then use but it. But what,
0: what I mean is, is, like, you know, it's 4v4. So when you're jumping in to invade the other team,
2: is it all four of you? No, no, just the one. Just the one. Yeah, so the one invader takes on the other four.
0: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, strategy oh, yeah. elements are plenty.
2: Yeah, yeah. and it's um, best of three. So a lot of, uh, we'll put it this way, when, when we were playing with my clan silver um, on the, uh, the Sunday when it was free, mm-hmm. you know, we had matches where we'd stomp 2-0, we'd get stomped, or alternatively we'd get to that third and it was not sweaty, but you'd, you'd really have mm-hmm. to knuckle down and, and concentrate as to what's the strategy. Is someone going to be the guy who kills the bad guys? Who's going to pick up the moats? Who's going to be the invader? You know, things like that.
0: This is, you know, uh, for a long time, a lot of people in the, in the community for Destiny, have been saying uh, you know all the changes to Destiny 2 from Destiny 1 in PVP were all to try and make Destiny 2 a little bit more of an esports friendly game yeah. and they're trying to bring that sort of stuff you know and i like it just it, i could never see PVP in Destiny 2 taking off in the esports scene however this i can see because i can hear the calls happening yeah. right now oh, like absolutely. the commentary the casting you know, I can hear that excitement building as you watch these two teams taking out enemy units, spawning a, a, a teleport into the other one. One mm. person go like, you can you can hear the analysis going back and forth yeah. about strategy and all that sort of stuff. This I could actually see in an esports scene. Mm.
1: Well, it is. It's like, it's because of the different aspects of it. You know, make it entertaining like and keeps you on the ball. Like whereas you know you go into PvP like we've done and. and if you come up against a team that just steamrolls, it's like, oh, God, here we go. Or mm. If you're steamrolling them, it's like, oh, yeah, it's easy. But this, I think, would generate quite a fair play amongst mm. both, you know, like you've just, as you're saying, like the communication, if you're not communicating with your team, you're dead, basically, because yep. that's what it is, you know, co-op and mm. all my, that my stuff. My
2: thoughts after playing it on Sunday was, I'm disappointed I have to play the story mode first for yeah. Forsaken because all I wanted to do was play Gambit that's, yeah, that's right how much top. I enjoyed that one so yeah. you can't
0: play Gambit until you nah, get through you, the story you, mode. you
2: can but I, you know, why would you wait until yeah, year well, two yeah. not to do yeah, the story that's <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> but I tell you once we finish the story then yeah, jump on the gambit anything
0: else that we need to know uh Anything no, it? pretty much covers it's it all, much doesn't covers. it? I mean, yeah. there's
2: there's a lot of strategy of how you level up quick enough and things like that. It's
0: well I'm hearing some people have already hit the level cap, new yeah, level I'd, cap I'd or five, find... five oh four, whatnot. Uh, max cap is six hundred. Six hundred. Soft
2: cap. cap I think is five hundred off the top yeah. of my head. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. level fifty now is it? Yeah, yeah level fifty, max like five hundred. Oh, sorry, six hundred with, with soft yeah. cap of five. So
0: um playing uh this is the other thing. Playing what level are you running around on playing the story mode?
2: Uh, so I finished year one around four oh three, but you All only right. need to be three thirty to take on. Oh, is that it? Yeah. yeah. But that being said, because I
0: heard, I not heard, I saw something come across one of the Facebook groups earlier today of someone saying, "Man, be at least four forty before you jump into story mode," oh, which no. I thought was, which I thought was pretty high, having not actually touched story mode yet. Well,
1: I never, I, I didn't do the um, what was the previous events uh with um, Warmind? No, yeah, like where we had to get all the armor. And stuff. Oh, the Solstice, Solstice, Solstice yeah. Heroes. I, I didn't do that because I was tied up with other games that I was playing, but um, that got you to like, level was it, level 400? So you could get to, yeah.
2: you could get to max, max level 405 Five, as long as right. you had completed the um, prestige raid layers to get the weapons. That's right. Yeah. And then you got the level 405 with armor as well. So, yeah,
1: but I hadn't yeah. done that. And I, I mean, I was at the 385 what we finished off with mm, and mm-hmm. uh, I've gotten into the game and, even going through the prison, there was a couple of times where I actually did get owned because I did some stupid stuff, but it wasn't, like, super difficult. And even running around after I did the initial stories, you know, one-shotting things with bows and stuff, mm. and even even getting the gun, new guns. I mean, a lot of the gear I had previously, it's gone now. Yeah, um, yeah, Because yeah, gotcha. so, you'll, yeah. you'll have those yeah. elements
2: levelling up in this game of the top weapons and armour that you had mm. playing year one become obsolete very quickly. Oh, completely. absolutely, and, yeah. the, and, and the cost to get them to that next level... Is immense, so you, you've really got to think about. Like, for my argument's sake, I don't know if you ever picked up the Escalation Protocol shotgun, but that thing is just a monster. It's. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that's one of the guns that I've made sure I've leveled up, and when I do hit that max cap or soft cap level, then I'll look at doing the exotics that I carry as well. Yeah, you yeah know, the whispers, see. the sleepers. Those yeah, sort of that's things. right. Um,
0: yeah. Unreal. Mm. Okay, so Destiny 2 out now. We'll be playing that and you'll see more of that on twitch.tv slash Game on AUS. One other thing that has uh, dropped earlier today, ahead of its release, which has actually been pushed back now Mm. until November 20, I believe it is. Or is it October? Um. I'm talking Battlefield Five.
1: Yeah, got pushed back.
0: I think it's November. It I think it's LA November is. twenty. Sounds right. Yeah, um, but we'll
1: double check that. But Battlefield Five, Garbs, you've been checking out the early beta. Initial thoughts? Yeah, um, mate. I I've been a massive Battlefield fan for years. Um, you know, Chris, you know Inferno and I. That's pretty much I go to game. We never really got massively into COD. Pretty much, it died after Modern Warfare two. Um, but yeah, like this one. I, like I played Battlefield 1 enjoyed it but sorry
0: November 20 that's right
1: yep. yeah it is not yeah yep. November 20 but um no from what I played I mean unfortunately it's the servers like the Australian servers filled up pretty quick so you got the 64 sort of players in a 10 sort of reserve slot and they've only released well they've only got six active Aussie servers when I was looking at it and um that's sort of all you could play on as a, in Australia because the next ones I think Japan and the pings were just a bit too much, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, when I did get into a game, I tried out all the classes and uh, the graphics are pretty impressive. But it's not a fast; you're not fast moving like it's it's that sluggish sort of. As you, they try to aim for that real realistic sort of. Is
0: it? Like, is it? So is it slower than the previous Battlefield
1: games? Um, I'd say it's. It felt a little bit slower to me, like in terms of like movement and just yeah. I mean, as you would, if – I mean, if it was realistic, you know, a soldier carrying all the gear, you you wouldn't be jumping around triple jumping and stuff but um it was still still enjoyable like you know you'd move and you'd run off with your um your crew and engage the enemy um they've got a lot of things like uh, the customization they've really gone into I mean they haven't unlocked it but I've been researching it like basically you can do dailies each each day and three dailies get you about 300 credits and from that you can spend on customizations and uh, vehicles and weapons and all that um, then they have uh class specific ones as well. So say you're a support class, you know, build X amount of fortifications, which mm. is a, a new thing. Like, so instead of the old, uh, you know, capture the flag and then just find a spot. Now you can actually fortify it, like build fortifications really dig in to defend it from cool. the other team so that's I think that's a very cool thing
0: yeah so it's actually a real incentive to play your role yeah. rather than just piss off and well that's right not uh, be the medic for the The, team, team. That's be right. the medic for the, exactly <laughs> yeah
1: but I mean each I mean I I mean I'm, I've always been a support player I love support and um, I found it really nice to play but the weapons are not like the laser beams of, of past games you know like you've really got to make sure that if you're gonna go shoot something you, you're on target or you're not just gonna I'll shoot from a distance and I'll get him. No, you've got to... So it has bullet drop in it as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, same with the snipers. Like snipers nice. from, I mean, even back in Battlefield 3 days, which I played a lot of, I was a sniper man. Like, I loved it. And that I found that really easy. But mm-hmm. like Battlefield 1 and this one, you've really got to judge your shots and go, right, that's X amount of sort of distance and sort of raise it or lower it and target it. But one shot pretty much will take you out yeah, as, gotcha. as it would... Um, and even the, like the, bat- the actual maps, um, are quite huge. Like there's, well, I can't remember the name of the one I was playing on, but it was about five or six points that you had to capture. And, um, you're going in and out, uh, like a European town or city, I should say. And, um, you know, you have your big open spots, which is dangerous, you know, because if a sniper's in a good spot and he sees you, he'll ping you. Mm. But they've allowed you to find alternate ways of sort of keeping out of the, 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 the open spaces, like going into, um, tunnels or. Um, broken roads and so forth so you can keep your head down and push through to the other side until you get to the the city parts or like the buildings Yeah wow okay so it, it's sort of yeah there's, <laughs> there is that sort of you really got to think about what you're doing you just can't go run 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 and jump 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 over um,
0: bullets in um in Battlefield and I'm sure we'll see a lot more of this mm. come out as you know the full versions released and yep. all that sort of stuff but um did you notice anything a little bit tricky, like, you know how in Battlefield we'd see a lot of videos of, whether it be glitching or not, um, of just some real arsey sort of plays? Did you see any of that sort um, of stuff? Jumping from, you know, jumping out of the sky, out of a jet and into a No, I didn't a see tank any of that.
1: Um, I mean, I always call bullshit when a sniper <laughs> gets me, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like, you, you think you're in a good spot and then next thing you hear this, boom, and you're, and you're dead. But, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I didn't. I haven't actually played enough to be able to see that sort of thing. But vehicles, vehicles, lethal. Like you get in a tank, you just can't go and stand in front of it. It'll just destroy you. Yep. Um, and it takes a lot to take them down. Like uh, we went up against a German tank or an Axis tank. Um, I think there was about three or four rockets into it before we took it down. Gee whiz. Um, and while you're trying to take it down, you've got to sort of get in the open, and then they're shooting their machine guns and barreling you with the big cannons, and then you also got to contend with snipers and support shooting at you as well so it does give you a real different element
0: did you have a chance to get into any of the vehicles yourself planes no, all that sort of stuff no, no, I got,
1: no. I, i'd run for a vehicle get <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bit rusty on my battlefield but no it, it, it definitely it, it it's um especially like getting in a vehicle in a city that definitely gives it a you gotta know how to maneuver and yeah. so forth and uh, yeah that's why i'm looking forward to playing with colonel kane because he's a World of Tanks and mad person. So, um, yeah. one of
0: the things that are unique to Battlefield um, in this sort of genre of gaming is obviously the dynamic maps and the way that mm. they change and evolve over the course of the game. What did you see while you were playing through some of these maps?
1: Um, I tried getting in the Great War, which is a it's like that ongoing sort of. Um, Sort of battle, from my yeah. understanding. So you, you get in there, and um, it's like basically playing out a, a battle of World War Two. And the more people do, or the more you win, then you'll progress your sides.
2: Oh, the, up. yeah, I remember that from the Battlefield Four. Yeah, would that, that yeah. go on for hours. And that,
1: that's it's, it's like um, Heroes and Generals that we used to play. Like mm-hmm. you know, you jump in there, and the and the game could last for donkeys. Yeah. Um, but whatever you input, it'll add to the total. And whoever does the more for whatever side will win that that one. And then I think you get quite a bit of reward being on the team that wins and your involvement sort of Mm -hmm. thing. So, yeah, I didn't get a chance to play it because every time I'd log in, it would say, oh, matchmaking's failed. Like, they were having a lot of problems with the matchmaking on that when I logged in. Um, So that's why I jumped into just a conquest map. Um, But I love that sort of thing, so I'm really looking forward to seeing more of it Um, because, like, you know, you can do so many maps, but a game where you've got, wow, I can get in and it's ongoing and, you know, I can jump in at whatever time and give it a crack. the Battle Royale version... Is that live yet? I didn't have a crack. I didn't, yeah, don't think right. it is. I, I don't think... know whether or not it is yet. No, I don't think so. Anyway. I think it's just Conquest and stuff.
0: But... So Battlefield Five mm. early beta. Already the signs look pretty good. Yep. Which is great. Uh, November 20 on the release. Mm. Finally, guys, mm. Scum. <laughs> scum! <laughs> scum. <laughs> scum! This game has taken uh, <laughs> has taken Steam by storm the last oh, couple week of weeks. A yeah, a yeah. week and a bit. Um, <laughs> a few of us are playing it. and. Um, I know, Nick, you haven't you haven't had a bash at it because obviously it's on Steam. Mm.
2: Yeah, uh, no, not, not for consoles.
1: Um, but uh, have you had a chance to play it yet? I know you've got it, I've, I've definitely got it. Um, I was going to jump in with you guys the other day, but with the kids, it got a bit crazy, so I just stuck on WoW, but I was watching Riser stream it. Yeah. And it just looks... in Because I love survival Mm. games. And um, this one goes to that next level.
0: (laughs) Oh, it really does. So, um, for those of you listening who haven't had a look at Scum, haven't heard much about it or haven't had a chance to play, survival... Generally, survival games, you know, let's um, take the forest, for example. Yeah. Right? So, generally, you're building... Um, you're making sure that you eat. And it's the very basic level of survival where your stomach might get yeah. empty or you you need water or yep. something like yep. that. And Then you've got, you know, in that case, um, weird zombie guys sort of coming at you, yeah. you know, particularly late at night and all that sort of stuff to try and destroy your your place that you're building and all that. With this... They've gone extremely hard on the biometrics of the game, yeah. so you get a complete breakdown of your sugars, your fats, your salts, your <laughs> your, vi- your different vitamins, your the A's, the your B's. What's in the water? Yeah. Um, you know uh, the contents of your stomach, the yeah. contents of your bowel, yeah. the contents of your bladder, yep. the ongoing digestion. You get um, metrics for your heartbeat. You get yeah. it's it is insane. The someone's, level someone's of
1: biometrics. Out, someone's thought this out to a humongous... Oh, level. absolutely. Yeah. They've sort of looked at well, survival in general and gone, mm-hmm. well, of course you're going to be looking at all that sort of stuff. You know, you don't go and drink from a bloody river.
2: Otherwise you get diarrhoea.
1: Yeah. The yeah. <laughs>
0: and, you know, like um, just on that note, uh, little things as well, like killing... Now, they're called puppets in this game, but, you know, yeah. essentially this version of the game Zombies um but killing puppets and then uh stripping their clothes and stripping those clothes down into rags yeah. and then it's not until you realize a little bit too late that you shouldn't be using those rags cuz they're dirty rags and if you bind your wounds with those you end up getting poisoned wow. so That's right. <laughs> like it's it's There's a lot of really great elements of holy crap, why is my health depleting? Mm. Even though I feel like I should be fit, I'm doing all the right things. There is always an element of what am I doing wrong? Yeah. You know, so there's always a a problem that you have to fix or a puzzle that you have to get through in your own biometrics, all that sort of stuff. And this is what I genuinely love about playing the game. You you can never, even if you're standing still, you're never standing still. Mm. You know, you're always watching for something. You're always trying to figure something out. Yeah, and then of course there's the other element of it where you have to crouch and take a dump. <laughs>
1: <You gotta poop. laughs> <laughs> no, that cracked me up the other day. Like, <laughs> I think it was Brucey, and he goes, "Oh, hang on, guys, I got, I got, I got to have a dump." And I went, "What, what, what are you playing?" You know, like, and it's like, yeah, it's in the game. And yeah. there he is. He drops his duds and. Off he goes, and he had to get it out because his, his meter had built up or something. God. At the very basic oh. level
0: of the game, you get dropped into um, a map. It's a, yep. it's a big grid. Um, it's a map that's very similar to PUBG in the fact that it's got a lot of run-down, dilapidated housing that you can go yeah. and find throughout forestry and um, uh, rivers and all that sort of stuff you know, around. And then there's puppets that are throughout the map as well. And um, Essentially, you are someone who appears to be on death row, and um, you get thrown into this game, and it's almost like it's uh, it's um, the Truman Show, mm. right? But or Death Race, but mm. a little bit more, you know kill or be killed yep. sort of thing. Um, and uh, and that's the basic premise of it. And at the moment, there are a lot of servers going around. We're playing on one at the moment, which isn't a game on server, but we're looking into getting our own game yep. on server. Um, already they've done things like implement anti-cheat and whatnot. So they're trying to get that out of the way because they started to see a bit of cheating come into this game. Yep. Um, funnily enough, uh, in one of the stories that I wrote for a website called scumintel.com, which, by the way, is no longer... They've decided to move that across to GamePurs, P-U-R-S. So if you're looking for those stories, that's that's where you'll find them. Um, But uh, one thing I did notice when actually looking into getting a server for Goa is that uh, they were having issues with cheating, and already the um, servers for China are maxed out. Like you can't, you can't purchase <laughs> surprise, a Chinese surprise. server. So yeah. you know, uh, not saying too much, but also saying a whole heap. Yeah. So you know, there's um, still game uh, servers available for Australia uh, if you want to go and check them out. They're pretty cheap as well. Mm. Not too bad. Yeah. Um, but look out for news through our Facebook page and website. And stuff for when we will launch our own. But at the moment, we're playing through some some scum, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. And um, the weaponry is good. I got to admit, the you know it's in early access, and already it looks even more polished in early access mm. than PUBG did in version one. Yeah, of the full game, you know, and there's so much more that you actually have to take on board and think about in this particular game. So yeah. I'm really impressed. From from the outset, I've been really impressed with Scum. They've had a couple of server issues. Last night they had one, um, that being Tuesday the 4th, because uh, they were doing an update, patches that happens from time to time. But um, so far, so good with this game. Yeah, yeah it's no, pretty Pro- good. Proxy
1: was telling some good stories. Like he says, it's got a lot of um, scope to sort of how you play yeah. it as well. Like he, he sort of put it in the same lines as like The Walking Dead because he was telling a story about how he was um, running through the bush and he had... You know, he met this other guy and he sort of shouted out to him, just, hey, give, me your backpack. give, us, give us your backpack. Yeah. And he just, and this guy's chipping around. He goes, no, nah, mate, seriously, I've got two guys that'll kill you if you don't stop. And this guy's gone, oh, okay. And he goes, oh, how about I will give you this? No, nah, no, nah, I want your backpack. Yeah. Proxy didn't have two people. <laughs> no, he didn't. No. But he <laughs> just created that element. It's sort of like, you know, like, well. Shitty, I'm going to get killed if I don't do my, do what he says. And uh, yeah, proxy got a new backpack and this guy at the runoff. And, and the reason why this guy guy's
0: freaking out is because if you get killed, you lose all your gear. Yeah. And in this particular game, the map is massive, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you're always stopping to make sure that your biometrics are fine, that you've got enough water or all that sort of stuff. Um, the stamina wheel... Drains pretty quickly when you're running, and then you have to wait quite a while for it to refill. Um, But in a good way, like it's not. It's I actually feel like it's really well balanced. Um, The stamina wheel changes in terms of how much energy you expend and how much stamina you have on all sorts of things. It's very dynamic Mm -hmm. in that regard. Depending on if it's raining and your your clothes get soaked, which on another point you can't swim if you're carrying too much gear, like (laughs) because you've gotten wet. Like that's that you know, and then you have to go find or build a fire. Right to actually dry yourself off and all this sort of stuff. But um, the reason why I'm talking about this particular point is that when you respawn in the game, if you respawn, say, for example, at the top right-hand corner of the map and you died in the bottom left, you can go back and retrieve your gear, but it will take you hours yeah. to get from that point of the map to where you died. Yep. So you want to try as hard as you can to avoid that situation. If you've got to give up a backpack
2: to do it, you give it up. Yeah. Mm. And from what I've seen as well, if you're in a squad and you die, It'll cost you a certain amount of points to res with your squad again.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, um, part of the the leaderboard in these servers is actually fame points. So, obviously, you know, being a TV show that that uh, the world is watching, as is the premise of the game, yeah. um, you get fame points for doing all sorts of things within the game. Yeah. I think you even get you get fame points for taking a dump. Like it's yeah. you know every little thing that you achieve in the game uh, right by your character gives you fame points points, and yes, those fame points go to things like being able to respawn back at your gear or with your team or all that sort of stuff. Um, also little things like, uh, committing suicide. Mm. Um, you know, that is a thing that you can do in the game, but it will cost you fame points. Uh, you know, and that's how you you essentially respawn in the game. If you want to go to a different location or something like that. So, um, yeah, very intricate, very in depth, and and very well done to the developers behind it because yeah. it's it's flying at the moment. Guys, I think that'll do it. I think that's just about capped us off at the hour. Yeah. And uh, that's absolutely flown by. <laughs> so thank you so much, Sticks Garbs, for being a part of this podcast. Appreciate you covering for oh, Dan. Thanks for having us on. Who's off thank on you. yet another holiday? Can you yeah. yet, <laughs> Far out. Don't forget to fill in your casual time sheet, mate. <laughs> um, all the games that you've heard us talking about, you'll find us playing live on Twitch, and you'll find all sorts at gameonaus.com. And also across all of our socials. And again, don't forget 2K for 2K. It's our big promotion. If you go to the Facebook page, check out the pinned post. You'll see exactly what it is that we're giving away, the collector's editions from our mates at 2K, and what you have to do to be a part of it and enter. Uh, The other thing is, uh, of course, a big thanks to our mates over at Pearly Computers, our tech sponsor. And I think that's really it, guys. Mm. It's going to be a great weekend for gaming. Oh yeah, as it always is. There's so much great stuff. Spider Man is Friday, out this weekend, Friday, yep. Friday. If you don't mind, Can't thank you very I've got much. Spider Man. I know. Um, it's getting nothing but well. it's getting uh, nothing but nines and tens yeah. and top scores right across the the world at the moment. So very excited. Um, yeah, it looks absolutely spectacular. So really looking forward to getting onto that. Have a great weekend in gaming, and as we always say, lads, do not forget, forget to save. save. <laughs>